Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world-famous juggler Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? Fantastic. How about yourself, Ozzy? Oh, I'm I'm doing fantastic. We'll get to that shortly. Todd, how are you? Fleshman producer Todd, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you, sir? Okay, I'm I'm good. Although I I do need to voice a little bit of concern because I had an interesting moment happen earlier. Yeah, uh oh, indeed. I mean, I, it's not like I made a scene or anything like that. I went inside our local uh, Vons supermarket because they had a deal on buy two get two free twelve packs, right? Mm-hmm. Based on and based on your number, you can only get like two free or whatever, right? So I'm going to get a few 12 packs for my girlfriend. I'm getting a few 12 packs for myself, which is the wild cherry Pepsi zero as Todd. I know how much you love Pepsi. Uh, But anyhow, I go to the front with these eight 12 packs and I ask the guys like, hey, so I've eight of these. I know like it's, you know, two free or whatever. Can I just use two different phone numbers? He's like, oh, no, we can't let you do that. Like, Oh, okay. So I turn around. I drop off four. I go check out, I go to my car, I drop off the four. This guy now who told me he's not, I can't do that, he's on break. He's sitting in front of the Starbucks in, in the this Vons or whatever. I walk right by him with an empty cart. I walk by him again with four more 12 packs. He looks over, <laughs> I look back at him, and I just give him, I shrug my shoulders like, what would you expect me to do? <laughs> and, I, and I went on my way and, and that was it. But it was like, I mean, thanks for taking 10 more minutes of my time. I guess. Did you like, play the curb song or not? While you I really wish somebody had called me at that moment because that would have been <laughs> so. That's why I have my ringtone set for that theme is because I want calls at that moment so other people who are in who are there in the room can then laugh because that's happened before when did, people hear you, that in situations and people lose it. Sorry. Did you soft scream? Did I soft scream? Yes. I did not. No, I didn't. Was, I was more puzzled by the kind of thing because I just didn't think it would be a big deal. But apparently it is. So who knew? That means he probably did it before and his manager gave him shit. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know the true ending of the story. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this week we are reviewing and discussing Sour Grapes. And it's not the 2016 documentary about wine auctions. No, that is not what this show is meant for. It is meant for the comedy that was released on April 17th, 1998, rated R, with a runtime of 91 minutes. Todd, do you have a trailer available? I do. Hey, listen, we on for this weekend? Atlantic City? I don't know. It's going to be great. We drive down, we gamble, then you got the whole night for your hotel sex. Yeah. How are you going to pass up a chance for hotel sex? Yeah. Boy, am I tapped out. You got two quarters, I'm out. Here, go crazy. I just won $436,000 and 50 cents. I don't believe it. They were my quarters. You think he should give you money? He should give me half the money. I was the one playing the machine. Don't you give him a penny. You'd be crazy if you do. Why should I give him money from my machine? It's his money that you're playing with. He gets nothing. 
Nothing! It was my quarter. I'm playing the machine, Dumbo. <laughs> Just because I won some money, that means I have to buy lunch for the rest of my life. I don't think so. All right, get out. Get fired. You take care of yourself. I intend to. I'm sure you do. Why wouldn't I? No reason. <laughs> so why bring it up? Just trying to be nice. My mistake. I'd say so. Oh, I love this. <laughs> really? What is that, burlap? Well, you heard a scream. <laughs> and saw a man run down the block. Can you describe it? Well, he was... Uh, yeah. He was uh, black. He happened to be black. I'm sorry. Next time he'll be white. Maybe Chinese. <laughs> it's me, Evan. You know it was his machine. He owes you 50 cents. That's it. Okay, let's get started. <laughs> That was the trailer for Sour Grapes, again released on April 17th, 1998, with a runtime of 91 minutes, written and directed by Larry David, starring Stephen Weber and Craig Birko. Uh, initial Playing thoughts Larry on David? This, <laughs> essentially. Uh, actually, I think the two characters were kind of the Larry David combined. Yeah, 100%. Because, it, I mean, initial thoughts on this, I had never, I'd, I'd heard of the movie, I this was my first time watching it. And it was intriguing to watch this after watching multiple seasons of Curb over and over again, mm -hmm. especially some of the songs used in this movie and the setup of a lot of scenes is very similar to Curb. So if you're a huge fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm, you're going to like this movie a lot more than to somebody who maybe is not too familiar or is not uh, a big fan. I think Can even I the... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to ask you, when you were watching it, were you just imagining curb people in the same roles? Oh, yeah, because 100%. I, like, I, I couldn't help but watch it because you could just like, oh, that would have been, yeah. Just oh, there's Lincoln, okay. right? yeah. well, I was I was doing Seinfeld for, for a lot of it. I mean, the main two I felt was Jerry and then a combination of Kramer and George. So, right. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was fun to see some gags in this movie that kind of, I mean, not they weren't callbacks by any sort of by by any sort, but seeing things happen in this movie that he used in the Curb series later on, stuff like that was amusing to see. But just to get started on this uh, this one here, I feel that some people might have a hard time with it mm. if they're not if, if they're more used to. I, th I think this didn't really have many like laugh out loud gags. This was more like where you had to pay attention and then just observe the situation. And then at the, you know, at the end of whatever worked out, you'd have to find the humor in it. If you're just kind of watching this in the background, just hoping for a punchline or joke, it's probably not going to happen. It happens every now and then, but not as, as frequently as, as your standard comedy. But if, again, if you're a huge fan of curb, probably gonna be a huge fan of this here or seinfeld right? or seinfeld sure yeah yeah so i thought because i do enjoy curb i do enjoy seinfeld and i thought this is gonna be great and it is a little watered down because i mean when you stretch out a full episode or something it's gonna water things down a little bit and i was on board for the most part but then it gives landlords a bad name and <laughs> I felt personally attacked. <laughs> Someone's got sour grapes. <laughs> oh, ba -bum -bum. No, all around, all around. I was very excited to, to see this. And um, 
I mean, it, if like you said, if you like Larry David, this is going to be Larry David. You know, this is it's nothing new of his. I think and, it, it's and, safe to say early Larry David. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So because I think expect, go, go, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Just don't expect you know him reinventing the wheel, but it isn't his as polished as Curb stuff. You can see this as like the beginning of like it feel it has the feeling of Curb, but it's not like perfected yet. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. precursor. Thank you. Uh, A spiritual prequel, maybe if you will, but uh, going into I think the when you talk about it being watered down, sure, like it it kind of seems like a drawn out episode, but I Mm -hmm. think at that time there was still like he had reached because he gets away with a lot of stuff with curb from hbo right in terms of like getting massive budgets or just concept he could literally has a blank check to do whatever he wants right i'm sure there was some control in 98 you know there wasn't a studio that was really to just let it go and especially hbo that was a tv cable network that was trying to get more people subscribed but um it was just enough to make it enjoyable enough for me and still intrigued to keep wanting to know what was going to happen next and how it was going to end, right? Uh, Todd, did I get your initial thoughts from you yet? No, not yet. Okay, that that's your segue to throw it to me. Okay, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I want I want to see the behind the scenes because I just imagine it's Larry well. David pantomiming everything that they need to do because they're like <laughs> doing their LD impression like on point and you know he had to go back and re-say things in a certain cadence because there was no way they sounded exactly like Larry David in their delivery without him saying this is how you're going to deliver it <laughs> but that's, yeah that's very funny yeah very true <laughs> but no, yeah, this one I saw it way back in '98. I liked it then. I don't really revisit it very often, but this is one I've been saving to watch again for the show. So I'm glad we finally did it, and I do still enjoy it. I think it, it's funny, but now after experiencing Curb, it it, it does kind of take it down a notch because you you know how polished he does get. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's his early work. I mean, it's post Seinfeld, which obviously was huge. So I mean. Yeah. So overall, it's it's, I, go ahead. I, th- I think it still had plenty to keep you entertained, at least for me, throughout the 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. And still, at the end of the day, like a very intriguing story about like the situation so, that happens and whatnot. Are we uh, going to ask the question? Ask the question. Yeah. What's, what's the question? Did he owe him half the money or the two quarters? That's a great conversation. Let's get into the funniest moments and then the review, and then we'll have that conversation. Uh, So going into the funniest moments, for me, it was the ending. I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, personally, I like I had my hands over my face just because I had enjoyed this moment so far. It's when when both trajectories just meet right at the end. (laughs) That is good. (laughs) In, In terms of the landlord meeting somebody in the convertible, for me, that mm-hmm. was that was like over the top for me, and I I I loved seeing seeing that. You see two parallel stories happen, and and their own demise within their personal lives, and then how it links at the end is just hilarious. Greg, oh man, I 
there's a few of them that there's one that caught me off guard, but the the getting fired scene. I mean, <laughs> how can you not think that that whole segment is fantastic? The the aggression turning to passive aggression to like <laughs> pleasantries in ways like it. Yeah, it was just. It was a perfectly executed Larry David moment throughout that whole scene. And then especially ending with like, oh, my mistake. Well, I yeah. bet it is. Like, <laughs> I got the upper hand. Like, you did yeah. all this just to do that. It's fantastic. Todd? I'm going to go with the line. Probably back in the limo blowing himself. Oh, yeah. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like when he met, first mentioned that, and the person he told was like, "Oh God, that's gross!" Like, no, seriously, he's double jointed; he can do that. <laughs> and then you just see the shot of him on the couch <laughs> just from the back. Uh, just, when just, his back just, feels better, is the funny. <laughs> you knew exactly what he was thinking. Oh uh, yeah, when he started feeling out his back. Uh, now going into a rating, I got to say I'm a little bit biased because I'm the kind of individual that will watch the seasons of curb multiple times over and over again. Like I can't get tired of that. Mm -hmm. So that, that switch for me, that might happen with some others where it might be too much and they maybe want to take a break because it might seem kind of too much like a sitcom. Perhaps for me, I was perfectly fine from beginning to end, but I can understand if somebody would be like, ah, let's, let's take a break for like five minutes. You know, let, let's breathe a little bit. And, and I can understand why they might not be as entertained throughout the entire 90 minutes. But again, if if you're kind of on, on the side of the big fan of Larry David and Curb and Seinfeld, you'll probably find yourself enjoying this one. Yeah. And that goes into a rating. I, I apologize. Yeah, I'm supposed to give a rating there. So my, I think my biased rating is a five. However, mm -hmm. my unbiased rating is probably closer to three and a half. So you averaging it or which one are you doing? Are you keeping it? I'm saying Ozzy's unbiased review score okay. is three and a half. Ozzy's biased review score is five and a half. And what I mean by biased and unbiased, biased is in like my own personal choice. Like this, See, this, this is my tastes personally. This could, for me, I was wondering, this could, for me, I thought this could go either way for you just because of how much you love LD mm -hmm. and sure. that it, it's it could have like just rubbed you the wrong way because it wasn't him. I don't know. I was kind of curious. No, I, I I liked it just because of the it it the type his, of humor. I get it. It's yeah. His, his, it's you can it's, hear his it's voice. his style. It's his type. You can hear his voice and like all the stuff that happens. Very detailed and you know this happens and this happens and this happens and this happens. I love stuff like that. Greg, yeah. Um, this was interesting going through it because it was it was a pretty Larry David comedy and then when it went to the farcical moment of the falsetto voice, I was just like, I, I didn't know how to feel about it. You know, it was just like taking it to a different level. I didn't expect. Um, but I mean, I had a good time and it was, it was a journey. It was a weird one outside of that stupid landlord moment. We'd never somebody's <laughs> funeral and do that. Just, well, maybe some people would. But uh, I got to give this a four and a half for me. Like, I definitely had a, a great time with this film. Okay, maybe I'm selling myself short on that. But go ahead, Todd. I'm biased, too. It's very 90s. You have Vegas in it. The humor works. I'm Atlantic also, City. Uh, well, 
gambling, I should have said. That's what I meant to do. Yes. New York. Right. Or Jersey. Yeah. And it doesn't really age too well whenever you see like the skyline and then multiple times like <laughs> Trump, Taj Mahal, like. <laughs> anyway. um, yeah. So I, I'm a five on it. Okay. Well, it's a, I mean, I, people, you heard my, by. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you might have witnessed a bit of technical difficulties that we encountered here, but thankfully we have Flesh Rune producer Todd that is able to fix those issues, and now we are here to continue this discussion of sour grapes. Now, we did leave our reviews and favorite moments. However, the one discussion that I wanted to have was how we feel about the bet. Uh, should, uh, was one due half? Was he do anything? What do you guys think? I'm going to start with you, Todd. Oh, I mean, obviously, he. I was going to say you should give him half the money, but he should give him two thirds the money for being real. But half is acceptable. Okay. And Greg, do you think two thirds, half, or none? See, neither. Uh, I know, I know. It's been okay. Go ahead. But I think the. He expected half. The other guy said none. 50 cents. And of course the doctor doesn't need the money. So I think meeting in between and maybe doing like a third might be better or a quarter, I should say would be better. Uh, I, you know, I think that finding that midway point would be good since he doesn't need it. And it's a substantial chunk of change. So somewhere within there, I think. Okay. Uh, I, I, I see what you're getting at. So uh, not 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 the 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 measle offer he offered him of what was the amount? A thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I think I what I want this discussion to serve as is in the future if this should happen in real life, I want somebody to look at this particular discussion and hold weight on what we say to determine what they will do with these winnings. So I'm just going to be of the opinion personally. So Todd, I do agree that to a certain extent, he's owed two thirds the money. However, he gave him the 50 cents and it was his, it was the other guy's choice to use that to gamble with. So I think splitting half is ultimately fair. I understand Greg, he doesn't need the money, but at the same time, they were both making that gamble together so to speak. Like, and granted, it, he was issued the two quarters, but it was still him that put the max bet on there. He could have just bet one quarter, one quarter, one quarter if he wanted to, but he chose the max bet. So it was the guts with the financing of the guts that got the winnings, so the winnings should be split between the also, financier and the and the one with the confidence to do a max bet. But he also told him to do the max bet. That's why he needed the two quarters. I mean, but he's still, other- like, that's just advice. Well, no, that's that's, that's free advice. That's just saying, okay. play the okay. max bet. Play so, the max bet. So maybe, maybe, maybe okay. where right. it lies is how much would he have won if he only bet Ooh, the one quarter? That's, and then you find the difference. That is. Oh, I see. So look at the payout and see what right. the jackpot would have been and then what the one quarter win would have been and then find the midway in between, or he should only take what the quarter winnings would have been, and then the remainder should have That's gone to the doctor. That's a whole other debate, but I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think that it could go either way. Maybe maybe it is he should only get what the one quarter would have been. Hmm. Or, or if they do that, and then 
the they can say, well, each quarter was this much money. So each quarter like gets that much. Say it's five thousand, and then whatever's left over, that the three one they should come split. I think that's the most fair thing you could do. What I do also hope is that uh, Larry David actually stumbles upon this and finds this conversation <laughs> and just thinks these guys are talking about this way too much. <laughs> that's that's I'm, my dream. No, I'm just, no, I'm just because you know he's... Larry would be like, these are the kind of things I go through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna hope he he randomly, you know, YouTube's himself sour grapes every once in a while. <laughs> One can only saying. hope. One can only hope. Ladies and gentlemen, this was our review for sour grapes. Feel free to check it out. Highly recommended if you're a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And if you're not, it might be a hit or miss with you, but I think ultimately uh it aged well, oddly mm-hmm. enough, with the name Sour Grapes. I think the film aged well, it's very entertaining. Definitely recommend checking it out. Unfortunately, not available to stream on any of your favorite platforms. However, it is available for purchase wherever you purchase your digital content. Any announcements from Flesh Wound Horror or Greg before we head off the air? Um, This Wednesday, I mean, always our, our horror program. Check it out. Okay. And Greg, I'm not sure if you got anything. No, no. I mean, your jersey doesn't represent anything, I'm sure. No, no, that has nothing to do with the time delay between our issue before and now. <laughs> and, and I do want to correct one thing real quick. It yes. is actually streaming on Tubi and Roku with ads. Oh, I apologize. Thank you, Flesh Wound producer Todd. However, As it is streaming with ads before warrant. Now, curious, would you know, Todd, when it, on these platforms that are streaming with ads, is it still edited or censored? No. The, typically they're uncensored like if you see like a studio r-rated movie yeah sometimes you an indie horror picture may get cut a little i I, I know one got too much ass was but if i if i if i were to see big lebowski on a platform with ads i'd still hear this is what happens when you stranger and i'm not going to hear this is what happened when you find a stranger in the alps that's... Unfortunately, no. I'd be more apt to watch the streaming than <laughs> we got the TV cuts. <laughs> but no, yeah, they are the uncut versions. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, if you are in the Orange County area, I will be hosting trivia this week and every week. Every Monday at the Rush Barn Grill, beginning at 6.30 in Lake Forest. Every Tuesday at the Brewery in Placentia, beginning at 7 o'clock. Every Wednesday in Los Alamitos, Griffin's Grill, beginning at 7.30. And every Thursday in Anaheim at the Honeypot Matery at 7.30. Always free to play and prizes for the top winning teams. Come on out, have some fun. And if you guys don't have anything else, that will conclude this episode of the Review of Sour Grapes. Once again, that is world-famous juggler Greg Larson and Flesh Wound producer Todd. I'm Ozzy V, and we'll see you next week right here on a brand new episode of Flesh Wound Farce. <laughs>